Like, wow, everybody. Welcome back to Slayer Talk. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, thanks, Shaggy. Hey, what's up, everybody? Oh, I said it this time. (gasps) You thief. (laughs) Welcome to Slayer Talk. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my wholly original girlfriend slash fiance, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It's April 28th, 1998. And Buffy is finally back. My God, it's been such a long break. I almost forgot what was going on. Right. It's like a month and, and a half. Yeah, they they gave us a, a very helpful recap uh, with Giles being like, last time on Buffy. <laughs> or however he sounds, you know. I don't know how I feel about this episode. Oh, really? I, I don't know if I liked it. I only have eyes <laughs> for you. You know what it reminds me of? Hmm. It reminds me of the episode of Beverly Hills 90210. Okay. Where, uh, what's her name? Shannon Doherty, Brenda, uh, oh, yeah. suddenly was like living out the fantasy of being in the 50s at the school. Yeah. It reminds me of the episode from My So-Called Life. Yes, that's the other that, that's the other one I was thinking of too. And that was also supposed to be like a supernatural ghosty episode. Yes. Yeah, because uh Angela's mom talks to the ghost or whatever and mm-hmm. it's Christmas time and then she disappears and it's like, "Oh, we're we're like, oh, Ghosts are real in the my so-called like such a grounded TV show, right? but it's like uh, that was such a weird episode. Yeah. Like, well, so was this. Totally just off the mark, I think, for my so-called life. Yeah. I mean, this is fine because I mean it's in a well, supernatural, supernatural show. television show, right. but I don't know. I still didn't. It was a little too. I don't know. It's a little too dramatic and almost boring in the fact that it just kept repeating the same thing and i didn't really feel like there was that much yeah risk i mean i mean this feels like not necessarily a filler it feels like a bridge episode okay because you know there's a lot of stuff's been building with angel and spike and drusilla and how he's Basically, cock slapping Spike around at every opportunity. I feel bad for Spike, don't you? Yeah, I do, kind of. But where he's like, he's feeling up Drusilla and he's like, oh, uh, I'm sure you're hell on wheels, buddy. And like, uh, he's making the worst fucking wheelchair puns and stuff. It's like he's uh, like, uh, you know how dads will do those lame mm-hmm. jokes, the dad jokes. It's like, that's what he's doing. I don't understand why it's okay for him to be feeling up Drusilla in front of Spike. Like, I thought they were in a relationship. I thought they were together. I thought so, too. I, I don't know what it's like with vampires, but maybe, <laughs> like, I because Angel and Drusilla used to be in a relationship, too. Right. So, I don't know if they have some weird three-person coupling going on or what. I don't know. It doesn't see. I mean, it kind of seems like... It seems like she still loves Spike. Right. But In she's more with Angel now than she yeah. is with Spike. Because cause Angel can do stuff with her and everything. And Spike can't. But they act like, you know, I'm sorry, I don't like the attitude the show's taking about people in wheelchairs because, <laughs> right. like, oh, sorry, can't take you with us anywhere. Just stay here forever. Yeah. 
Like, no, like wheels and chairs are for mobility. Yeah, you know. They're, we, they're for moving around. You know, we passed the Americans with Disabilities Act, right? right? Like a couple years ago. Yeah, like he could have gone to the mall with y'all. Yeah. Exactly. That one time. Like, right. <laughs> Bring Spike to the mall. Now, the cemetery might be a little harder to navigate in a sure. wheelchair. Yeah. But I'm sure he could do it. They have huge amounts of strength. Yeah, exactly. I still don't understand how a fucking piano crippled him for this long. But exactly. Anyway, so the, all that stuff's like building, and we get a very little bit amount of that. Yeah. And there's obviously the tension between Angel and Buffy. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of that in this episode. Not a lot, but there's a little bit of that. And then there's the Miss Calendar had this way to restore Angel's soul. And we get a very little bit of that with Willow talking about, oh, I found all these pagan things, and I found this in her drawer, and I found that. And if I move the desk a little bit, maybe <laughs> I'll find something else. You right? know, like like it's very smallly hinted at, right? So we get a little bit of that. So there's all these threads of stuff that were like, when is this going to come to a head? And it's like, there the writers room's like, well, we got to wait for the last like couple episodes of the season to do this stuff. So. Let's put all a little bit of this stuff in here, and we'll build it around a, a boring premise <laughs> about uh, two ghosts reliving the last moments of their lives over and over again, which juxtaposes to Angel and Buffy in the barest of ways. I don't understand either. Okay, so the, what, what's happening, just in case, you know, y'all didn't watch the episode first, right. um, is, like, like Mark said, there's these ghosts reliving... This last moment. So it's a teacher. 1955. A female teacher. It's it's Horny Creek all over again. Exactly. Guys. And a, a uh, high school student. Yeah. And they're breaking up and the boy grabs a gun and shoots her and then goes in the gym and shoots himself. Yeah. Well, no, he goes into the music room. Music room. Sorry. So th- this happens. Like, these people are fighting and, like, this gun just appears and they get stopped before he actually kills them. Right. And then it's, another time it happens. It, it's weird because, so, they're, this all happened in 1955. Hmm. Around the Sadie Hawkins dance. Right. And it's around Sadie Hawkins' time now. Right. And why has this not happened in Sadie Hawkins' years past? I was wondering the same thing, Mark. I was wondering the same thing. Like, how is this not just, like, a yearly issue where, like, women are suddenly getting shot to death mm-hmm. in the hall of the school? And they don't they don't explain how this gun appears out of nowhere. Like, ghosts can manifest guns now, I guess. <laughs> right? Like, what is happening that is not okay? <laughs> guns that work. Right. Like, not just... An illusion of a gun, but actual guns that work. Yeah, because somebody does get shot and killed. It's the ghost of Charlton Heston, even though he's not dead yet. (laughs) And the NRA. You can pry this gun from my cold, dead hands. Oh, we tried, Charlton. (laughs) Apparently we can't. (laughs) You just still have it. Um, But yeah, it's, it's weird. So, like you said, the first two are... Buffy was at the the bronze, mm-hmm. and some dude asked her out to the Sadie Hawkins dance, which is so weird. Like you're not supposed to do that. No, why? I don't understand. I don't know if they're trying to say something about like 
male female dynamics or something like that because we that gets played with at the end of the episode with Buffy and Angel. Um, well, and Cordelia's complaining about it because she's like, the girls have to ask the guys and the girls have to pay. And oh yeah. my god, Cordelia was looking really good this episode. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. All right then, um, duly noted. <laughs> But so this guy's like, yeah, I was, I was just, you know, the Sadie Hawkins thing and everything. He's like, and he explains what Sadie Hawkins is. He looks directly at the camera and he was like, kids at home, Sadie Hawkins dances are where the, the girl asked the guys and, and, <laughs> and everything. And then he just winks at us. Um, but no, he explains it for whatever reason. And then says, and I was hoping maybe you'd ask me. <laughs> and she was like, oh, no, sorry, I'm not dating. Yeah. Ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, I get where she's coming from because she was very, very hurt. Yeah. I mean, Carol, you probably know. What's it like to fuck the soul out of someone? What in the actual hell? <laughs> How does that affect you moving forward? I, I, I'm not sure if it's a compliment or an insult. It's a but compliment. No. <laughs> It's always a compliment. But I mean, like, okay, I've had my heart broken mm-hmm. and not been able to get out of bed for a week. Sure. How long has it been? She's functioning. She's going to school. It's been a month She's and a half patrolling. For us. She's trying to hang out with her friends. She put right. on the efforts of going out and makeup and everything. Uh-huh. You know, she just isn't capable of having fun right now. Yeah, I, I, it's it's understandable. It's too bad for this kid, but. You know, no. the guy that asked her out, but... Well, I mean, he's obviously not the one. Oh, I guess not. Angel is. <laughs> no, um, I, I don't think so. I he, really don't. Angel... He's a... He was. I mean, when he has a soul, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, like, without his soul, he's not just evil. He's annoying. He's... he Like you said, like, he makes... <laughs> He makes all girls, these weird it's not, jokes. It's not like it's not like I wouldn't date a demon girl, but he's so annoying. No, I mean like it's awful, like the puns and like yeah. you know, and he's so goddamn happy all the time. I can't stand being around people that are that happy. You are more of a uh, a dark. You have a dark look today, and <laughs> you are more of a dark person, which is what I love about you. Aww. But um. He loves my darkness. That's awesome. But yeah, I mean, what's what's more annoying than, you know, murdering a, a toddler? Dad jokes and, and <laughs> smiling all the time. Because <laughs> they say that in this episode. Yeah. They're like, they don't actually show it, but she's he's like, uh, come on, let's, you know, let's get you something to eat or whatever. And she's like, we'll pick we'll pick you out a nice toddler <laughs> to feed on. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is messed up. Um. But, yeah, so Spike's more of the brooding dark one now. He's taking more of Angel's place. Agreed. So he's probably more attractive to you now, even though he is totally blonde. Yeah, but see, he balances it out with all the dark leather. Like, if he was wearing anything else, I don't think it would work, but... If he was wearing a sweater vest. (laughs) Exactly. It would be a no-go. Hi, I'm Spike. (laughs) Um... But anyway, so, yeah, the the two, she goes back to the school. I don't know why. Oh, she wants to talk to Giles. 
Giles is apparently Giles apparently has no life either mm-hmm. after Marie Callender died. Oh geez, no, yeah, he, he's always at school. Yeah, he's always at school. He's always in the stacks and everything. So she goes to, to the school to talk to him, and these two people, like you said, this woman and this man are fighting, and they're saying like, "Hey, you know, whatever, stay away from you know, don't walk away from me, bitch." Mm-hmm. They're 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 going through this whole. Is that 1955 speak? I don't think so. I was thinking about that too. The gun that he has doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like people were toting around guns all the time in the 50s, but maybe they were. I don't know. Well, I don't know if they're toting them around all the time, but this is America, so right. But yeah, I I, I don't imagine that just doesn't seem like a word you, that I associate with the 50s. Mm. But who knows? More what like hussy or. No, I think fucks more more I think fucks more modern. Because remember in Legends of the Fall? Yeah. When Brad Pitt's character said I remember, I recommend fucking. And and I'm like it's supposed to be like 1912. Did they yeah. really use that word? I don't think I think I want to say that's like a 60s thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I I don't know the uh the history and the etymology of fuck. swear words. Yeah. <laughs> the, we should to, we should go to the library yeah. and do like a whole research paper. Yeah, we'll do it and share it with the audience. But anyway, so uh, they have this whole argument. Uh, oh, you want me to say I don't love you anymore? I don't. I don't love you anymore, and all this stuff. So this teacher took advantage of one of her underage students, <laughs> and then broke his heart, and then he killed her. And Buffy. Says she has no sympathy for him because he killed the teacher and himself. Yeah. Well, she's clearly associating him with Angel and all the the evil that Angel's doing. And like he he hurt he hurt somebody because he killed the teacher mm-hmm. and killed himself. And uh, Angel is hurting people, and she, you know, she has a lot of guilt. Yeah, she feels she, responsible for Angel. I'm she sure. can't forgive herself. And so I think she just doesn't think anybody else deserves forgiveness for the mistakes and stuff they make, too. Yeah. And that's pretty much what's going on, I think, with, with that storyline. I don't, I really don't think it's much deeper than that. No. But she's like, oh, he, he, I'll just have to live with it. And Xander's like, he, uh, he can't live with it because he's dead. <laughs> like, what the right. fuck? But then, like, Angel and Buffy are at the school and get sucked into playing these roles. Like, the third go-round of people playing these roles. Yeah, because it's a teacher and a janitor working late at school in the other time. And the janitor actually does shoot and kill the teacher. Mm-hmm. And they, they weren't dating. No. They, they were, like, friendly. <laughs> That's all. And then, and then like, uh, a hand appears in the locker. Oh, yeah. Tries was... to grab Xander. That reminded me of House. Yes, the movie House. Yeah. yeah. That's a good movie. House and House 2. Yeah. The second story. I don't know about that one, but the original House. I think we had that on video. William Cat, I believe, is in that. The greatest American hero. He's blonde, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's not Look not at what's nice happening looking. to me. He, I can't believe it myself. Suddenly I'm on top of the world. Should have been somebody else. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. They need visuals for this shit. Like I never thought I could be so creepy. He's so happy. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who Who could could it be? Believe Believe it or or not, not, it's it's just me. me. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You remember the show, The Greatest American Hero? I don't. I just remember that song. That was one of my favorite shows when (laughs) I was a kid. William Cat. 
when you were a kid or, you know, a different age. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was on in the 80s? Mm-hmm. So I could have been a kid in the 80s or I could have been I could have been a teenager in the 80s and I'd still call myself a kid. There you go. I'll give you one hint about my age, everyone. I wasn't in my 20s in the 80s. <laughs> We're closer to your age than that, teenagers out there. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> You're making me want to go to the mall and feel young. Let's go. All right, anyway, uh, before we start into another song and dance routine. Right. Uh, <laughs> so... You know, I was very tired yesterday, as, yes. as usual. Oh, sure. And so I remember that the Buffy and Angel thing happened, uh-huh. and I know they defeated this spirit somehow. Okay. But uh, I don't remember how it all worked remember. out. Okay, so so Giles thinks that it's it's Miss Calendar. Yeah, that's so stupid. Her name's Jenny, actually, not Marie, like I keep saying. Eh. But, uh, but yeah, well, he just wants to be here because he wants to talk to her. Yeah, everybody's He's like, we'll like, have to communicate with her. Everybody's like looking like side eyed, like what is wrong with you? Well, the other, that's the one other thing I was going to say. The other thing that happens before they decide, hey, this is some kind of poltergeist situation, we need to put a stop to it, is that they're in the lunchroom and everyone's food turns into snakes. Yeah, that's weird. I, I don't, I don't. That has no connection with what happened to them. I guess that's just the dude being like, "Fuck you, all snakes." I like, guess. I, I mean, like, it's just, that's just his ghost being creative. I don't know. Well, but here's the thing. It's like, uh, the the way they're portraying this haunt does not make sense. Because yeah. it seems like it's on a loop. Like, this is just one of those non-intelligent, repeating kind of haunts. Sure. And then they do something like that, or the hand out of the locker. Yeah. And that's completely different. I agree. And that's one of the things I didn't love about this episode, is that it's not consistent with... Yeah. It's like two different things going on at once. I thought that the, that they were going to say, oh, there are two things happening at once. Right. But they never say that. Uh-huh. They just imply that it's all from this dude. Well, they also say, you know, Hellmouth. They, they mentioned that. Well, that's what I was going to bring up. So the chief of police shows up and talks to the teacher and every, talks to the principal. principal. Principal, whatever his name is. And he's like... He's like, oh, what the fuck, man? Snakes all over the place. And he's like, uh, okay, what about, um, I don't, like, he gives some kind of, um, the chief of police suggests some sort of excuse. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I, I you know, I can't make that fly. That's, that's not going to work. And uh, they're like, what about sewer backup? And he's like, ah, maybe I can do that. And, and uh, he's like, yeah, well, you know, you are supposed to be doing this job or whatever. And he, and he says to the chief of police, he's like, we're on the hell mouth. And it, it's only a matter of time before everyone figures it out. And he's like, hey, they sent you here because you were supposed to be able to do this job. You know, do I need to talk to the mayor or whatever? And so there's something else going on here. Like, I don't know if we're ever going to get an explanation of what it is. Well, it seems like the men in power in the town are all in cahoots together and aware of what's going on and trying to keep everybody else right. from knowing. But why? Like, is it going to be one of those things where it's just like they're it's almost like hand waving away? Like, of course, there are people that that understand what's going on or, or realize what's going on. But he says Hellmouth like he knows the terminology. Mm-hmm. So does he know Giles is the watcher? Does he know Buffy is the vampire slayer? Dude, like, how much? So. How much do they know? 
And like, do they even know that that thing, that that stuff exists or do they just somehow know about the Hellmouth? And is it just going to be one of those things where occasionally they talk about it just so they, we know, okay, it makes sense that at least some people know what's going on and they're, they're actively trying to suppress the truth, uh, which I don't really think we need, but I guess it gives it a little more realism. Or is it going to come to the point where they're like, hey, they're part of something bigger too? You know, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It's interesting, but I, I, I don't know. But so they mentioned that, so we get a little bit more. Because remember, before he was like, hey, you know, I, how long am I going to have to do this? Or they like, it was more vague when they talked before, but now it's much more yeah. like, precise. That, yes, they know that the, what's going on with the Hellmouth. I don't think that the principal would be so mean to Buffy if he knew what she was there for. Maybe. But maybe it's part of a plan, too. I don't know. You could be right. I have, I have no idea. I really well, can't right. speculate. But anyway, so. <laughs> oh, bless you. Uh, anyway, yeah. so that so that happened, and then uh, the um, so Willow looking at Miss Calendar's pagan rituals and stuff like that is like we have to perform an exorcism, so we all have to light black candles in a triangle form around the school, and then say these magic words, and they'll go away. Is that seriously like? Did I fall asleep? Because I don't remember that at all. That actually that that works. No, it doesn't work. Okay. But that's what that's what she says. Okay. So that's what they start to do. And then the entity, the ghost, creates a swarm of, of wasps to surround the school. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. And then they run away. How are they going to explain that? That's not the sewer backup. I don't <laughs> An apiary, uh, you know, got raided. Price. Uh that's a like a beekeeping place. Uh but anyway, so they go back to Buffy's house and they talk about what are they gonna fucking do. And while they're doing that, a voice uh says to Buffy, I need you. Come on, come over here. That voice got real quiet. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I need you, come over here, come on. So And so she goes to the she walks to the school and the wasps part for her. Oh weird. And then, God damn it! did you fall asleep? What the fuck? With my eyes open, apparently, because I don't think I actually oh, did. Oh, you know what? I was I was rubbing your back, uh, and I think uh, through... Oh, yeah, you were describing it to me. My eyes were closed. Yeah, I think for part, <laughs> for part of this, you, right. were, you were getting rubbed, and you weren't actually looking at the screen because okay. of the positions that I had to put you in. Uh, <laughs> Can you make that sound any worse? But anyway, so she she goes into the school... And the guy has taken control of her. Instead, he's usually he's done guys before. Now he's ready to do girls. Um, so he's, take, he's taking control of her. And they're all outside because they've realized she's there. They're all outside and they're like, well, there's nobody else in there, so she'll be fine. And then Angel shows up. And Angel's like, hey, time to kill you, Buffy. And then all of a sudden. Sure. Well, he says something like that. And then all of a sudden, he's like, he's playing the role of the female. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious <laughs> because he's got the mannerisms and everything. David Boreanaz is a good actor. <laughs> um, but he's doing the, like, oh, I don't love you. You know, they're, they're going through the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So she manifests the gun, shoots Angel. He falls just like every, every other time, right? Mm-hmm. They, they have theorized that he needs to be forgiven. And that's what he needs to happen 
in order to go to the other side. But he can't be forgiven because he keeps doing this thing on a loop and then has the person shoot the, the he shoots the woman and then she's dead. So she can't forgive him. So it's just like he's, mm-hmm. it's like a purgatory, right? And, but Angel is a, a vampire. So he gets shot and he's fine. So she goes to the music room. She's about to fucking blow her brains out, re, you know, reenacting the entire thing. And Angel comes up still as the woman and is like, hey, it's okay. I forgive you. And, and goes through this whole thing and everything and forgives him and says, you know, you thought I stopped loving you, but I, I loved you even in my last breath, you know, and, and everything. And so then they come, they kiss. There's a huge light. Uh, and I guess the guy goes over to the other side. And then all of a sudden they're out of it. And mm-hmm. Buffy's like, Angel, as they're kissing. Mm-hmm. And Angel's like, Buffy. And then starts attacking her. She kicks him and runs away. And uh, that is essentially the end of the, how the episode ends. That's messed up. And I'm well, sorry, that teacher didn't love him. She didn't love him with her dying breath. That's ridiculous. What is wrong with this network and, like, female teachers and all that stuff? Yeah, it's it's weird to that that whole The whole storyline's weird to me. Sure, in the flashbacks that Buffy had of these two people that apparently lived in 1955, he looks like a senior. Maybe he is even 18. I don't know. He looks older-ish, and she looks like a very young teacher, like 23 okay. or something like that. I guess that's forgivable if it's 18, 18 and, and 23. 23. Yeah, but still, she's in a position of power over him. It's yeah. still not the coolest thing in the world. No. But, of course, it's the 50s, so the male-female dynamic's a lot different. So right. I, I don't know. But anyway. Um, it's different than 40 and 15. But, yeah, I mean, if somebody shot you and killed you in your dying breath, would you still be like, oh, I love you still, though? <laughs> I mean, probably not. It would depend, I guess. Oh, wow. Okay. So there are circumstances. Yeah. But uh, that is not the last thing that happens. I forgot. The last thing that happens is is that Angel's like, fuck, we got to find a new place to, to, to have our lair and fuck this place and let's get out of here and everything because he was embarrassed by, by Buffy. Mm-hmm. And Spike's like, yeah, you know, I'll be right along or whatever. I'll, I'll entertain myself and, and everything. And then he steps up out of the chair, yeah, re- just... revealing that he is no longer cripple. So what do you think he's going to do with this? Kick Angel's ass? I mean, like... I think he plans to kill Angel. Hmm. I think he's fucking pissed, and I think he is feigning weakness to look for an opportunity to attack and murder Angel. Okay. I can see that. That's what I think's going on. And that, you know, we're, we're, we're coming up towards... There's only a few episodes left from what I've read of the season. So, you know, it's... It's one of those things where we might get some resolution at the end of this season. I hope so. I'd like it to resolve with Angel being dead. Yeah. That'd be nice. Dead or gone, one or the other, banished to Romania or something. Not in the (laughs) show anymore. I mean, even if he gets his his soul back, I'm just kind of bored of him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. God, I hope that doesn't happen with us. (laughs) Well, you know, watch it with the uh, jokes and we'll be fine. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, anyway, that is the uh, the episode for this week, Carol. 
It's your job now. Mm-hmm. So you can write us at latefee1994awol.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com mm-hmm. and share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.